You're listening to the Put Your Passion to Work podcast, where together we seek to gather inspiration, motivation, along with tangible tips to start and scale your coaching business. I'm your host, Michelle Marie, mindset and business coach. With over 18 years of business experience, you and I are going to transform your passion of helping others so you too can create a profitable coaching business. Let's have some fun while we build your biz starting right now. Welcome to the first episode of the Put Your Passion to Work podcast. I'm Michelle Marie. I want to say first and foremost, thank you so, so much for being here and listening to me, whether I'm coming through earbuds, whether you're listening to this on your way home from work or to work. I just really want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. So I always like to binge on podcasts that I really love starting from episode one and I always appreciated hearing people's journeys of where they came from and how they got to where they're at. So that's what this episode is all about today. And I hope that with me sharing my story that you can take away something that you resonate with, um, that you can attach to or be inspired by or motivated by. You can pursue your passions the way that I'm pursuing mine. So without further ado, I kind of wrote down some things that you might want to or need to know about me if you listen to this podcast. And first and foremost, what I'm here to tell you is coaching is not my full-time gig. No, I am a network engineer by trade, but a coach by heart. And that is my tagline, (laughs) hashtag tagline. So you see, coaching is what I do to fulfill my passion. And long story short, I had went through life and checked off all these boxes and taken the quote-unquote safe route for most of my life. And although I was successful on the outside, I still had this nagging feeling on the inside. And the best way I know how to describe it was feeling that I was made for more. Like there's something more for me out here. And because of that reason and that feeling, I went back to school Um, When I was about, I think, 26 or 7, I went back to school to obtain my master's degree. So from the time I was 18 till my mid-20s, I had went to school part-time and worked full-time for a large telecommunication company. And I was able to obtain my degree part-time on the side. This was before online schooling was really a thing. And it was a journey. It was a long journey towards getting that degree. And I thought once I had that piece of paper in my hand that all of my problems would be solved, my career would just take off, etc. Didn't happen. So I thought, hey, I don't know if I can feel completely validated. Let's go back for another degree. So that's what I did. I went to obtain my master's degree about two, two and a half years later. Still felt that nagging feeling. Around nine months later from graduating, I gave birth to my first son, and then 28 months later, my second and final son was born. After this, I was just in the throes of motherhood, and really being a mom became and still is my highest calling and my only legacy that I wish to leave upon this world. Although my passions are something that I love to do, momhood really is the thing for me. And the last I checked, you can't really get paid a full-time six-figure income from being a mom. So I thought, hmm, even though momhood, like I said, is my highest calling, I still felt this pull for more. And I had to even fight 
the feeling because I thought, gosh, what's wrong with me? I, am I not able to be satisfied? I have two healthy, beautiful boys. I have a great marriage. I have a great job, great house. Why do I feel like I'm meant for more? Why do I need more? I must not be able to be happy. Something is wrong with me. And it was something I couldn't even talk about really to other people because when I did, I would hear things like, well, it must be nice to be able to work from home and be home when your kids get off the bus or to get your kids home from day uh, preschool, etc. And I was still feeling like I was not doing the thing I was meant to be doing. And, and so it felt like it was either selfish or like I was complaining and I didn't want to do that. So that desire for me to do something more with my career and with myself just kind of stayed hidden for many, many years. And it wasn't until I received two promotions in my nine to five in less than two years. And side note, each of these promotions happened when I was eight months pregnant, which is insane. But I realized after this that I had hit my glass ceiling. Getting promoted at work again was completely out of the question because at my company, that meant putting in even more hours. I'm talking 50 plus hours. And it was highly likely that I would be tapped on the shoulder to move out of state away from my entire extended family, which I was way unwilling to do because all of our parents, so the kids' grandparents, live in town. And there was just no way I wanted to take my kids away from their grandparents. And I didn't want to be away, quite frankly, from my parents and aunts and uncles and cousins, etc., so I realized, okay, I'm pretty much at the top of my game at this point with my career. I let some time pass, and ultimately, I realized and decided that I could have it all. I could be a mom first. I could use all of my 9-to-5 business knowledge and know-how to coach and to show other women how they can do it all, too. And even more, I could show them how to do it with a handful of hours per week because we are women, hear us roar. I wanted to make it possible for anyone who's out there feeling like they've checked all the boxes, they've done the things, is really this all there is? What else can I do? And really have that itch and that desire to do something, whether you want to call it a side hustle, a side business, or do a passion project that leads to something that's so lucrative that you can quit your nine to five. That's who I ultimately wanted to reach. And so that nagging feeling that I had explained that I was feeling, that was my soul being like, hey girl, you're not pursuing your passion. And it wasn't until I went on this journey of self-discovery, which I'll get into, I discovered coaching and now I feel whole and complete. That itch isn't really there anymore. And I want everyone to feel that way. I want everyone to love what they do to find enjoyment from the work that they desire and do. And it doesn't have to be this daily grind. It doesn't have to be you're stuck in a job that you don't like with a boss you don't like because you can have it all. And I'm living proof of that. Having your own coaching practice can be so fun and totally fulfilling if you do it right. What I'm going to share with you guys in today's show notes are some freebies of some of my most popular content. And if you're interested, you'll definitely want to check this out. It's how I made $2,500 using a little woo-woo. And if that's not your jam, I have some strategies coming your way. 
three ways to consistent four figures with your new coaching business. And once you're there, you can click around and you can see what else is out there, but I'll totally link you up to those in the show notes. So don't you worry. I mentioned that I went on this journey of self-discovery, right? And that's what I call it now. At the time, I did not know what it was. I just knew I had to do something while I was in the thick of being in a stressed out position with a really difficult boss, hitting my glass ceiling, all those things I mentioned. And I went on this quote unquote journey and I'm going to share with you basically what it came down to, what I did. Super simple. So the first was I cleared my calendar. There was two major things up until this point in my life, taking space on my calendar that no longer served me. And I knew they didn't serve me because I was dreading doing them. And it took way longer than it should have, but there was two major time suckers in my life. And this was probably about a year and a half ago only. So the first thing was I quit as a vice president for a local nonprofit women's group. I had served on this board for almost five years, starting before my babies were born. I ran the corporate mentoring circles, which are basically like masterminds, and I have done that for four years. I led the membership team, communications. I had learned so much, but I was burnt out, and it was a thankless job. I never received any recognition for my hard work and volunteer hours. Pretty much, it led me to becoming bitter and resentful. Plus, I knew I could take all of that amazing experience and knowledge and apply it somewhere else. And to be honest, like I said, I should have quit a year earlier, but I was still working on setting boundaries and saying no and getting really clear on what it was that I wanted to do. The second thing I was into a year and a half ago that I had to quit was fitness instructing. Yes, I was a fitness instructor. I had started this as a way to stay fit and hold my own self accountable to having an appointment on the calendar. And it morphed into me basically staying there long after I wanted to just to get a discount on preschool for my son, who was three at the time. This is my oldest. Daycare was free when I instructed. And so after class, I could do my own workout. So it seemed like a win-win. However, I was making less than $10 an hour, and the class times that I had to choose from were always smack dab in the middle of dinner time or during the hustle of bustle of after work. So it caused lots of arguments between my hubby and I, and then I ultimately realized, why am I putting myself and my family through the extra stress? The straw that broke the camel's back was when I got pulled over and ticketed, yes, ticketed, for speeding. I was on my way to sub for a kickboxing class for someone else, and that was it. I was like, why am I spending time away from my family to help someone else out for $10 an hour, and I don't even want to be here. You know, I don't have a full class. It's just, why am I doing this all over again? So I quit. It felt really, really good, and then I rested. Then I did number two. Number two was I started to ask myself what it is that I really want. So now I had this extra time on my hands, my calendar is clear, and I started to become really aware and open to new opportunities and experiences. And I didn't want to find myself in a position again where I became bitter, resentful, or ticketed. (laughs) So I had to figure out what was really important to me, and I made a list of what would eventually become my core values list. The third and final thing that I did on this journey of self-discovery was I acted upon my intuition. 
when I want to learn something typical of me with all my schooling, I hit the books. So I started reading a lot of books and listening to podcasts. One of my first and favorite podcasts ever is Nick Loper, Side Hustle Nation. And eventually I came across the coaching world, but I didn't know I was called to be a coach yet. I wanted to receive coaching. So I found and went on two discovery calls with two, I guess I would call them life coaches. And I wanted to talk it out with a neutral person, someone outside of my own life and biases to try and get clarity with that itch for something more that I had. Both of those coaches told me that I should think about exploring coaching based off conversation of what my desire was. And my desire was and is to help others. I can use my expertise in many facets of my business. Ultimately, one asked me if I would consider or sit with being a coach. She told me to sit with it, think about it, and the rest is sort of history. I invested with my first and then second coach, and here I am today. So I say all of that to tell you guys this. Deep down, I think you know if you're listening to this that you were made for more And like me, you might be struggling with what that is, or you might have the passion for helping others the way I do, but you're not sure you can call yourself a coach. But the fact of the matter is, your heartstrings are tugging at you, and you're here listening to this. So why don't you take that as a sign, listen to your intuition, do those three things I mentioned, and see where it takes you. By the way, I'm always here to help. I offer, at this point in time, free breakthrough sessions. They're 45-minute sessions where we sit down, help you get really clear, and come up with a plan. And I also offer 90-day VIP one-on-one coaching sessions. So if you want to explore this, I am your girl. It just might change your life the way it changed mine. Yeah, that's it. That's my whole story. So... I will let you guys go. Thank you again so much for being here. And this is going to be super fun. So stay tuned and we will chat soon. Hey, real quick before you go. If you were inspired by today's show and you learned something new, I want you to take a screenshot, post it in your Instagram stories and tag me at put your passion to work because together we can practice abundance, take inspired action and help motivate other passionate women just like us.